In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jeff Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Just Eric and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. Welcome back to another episode of Jap Talion and this guy. I'm Morgan. I remain Joseph. This guy is not here. His name's Eric. And he didn't show up today. And we're going to record any fucking ways. Hey, I'm this guy. I just got here. Oh, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> What up, guys? Hey, finger guns. <laughs> so what we do here, we uh, get together. We talk about what has happened recently to us, make jokes and flip a coin. Somebody does a topic and then we pick on each other about that topic and the research done to produce it. The end. Yes, mm -hmm, that's right. So, Joseph, you had anything interesting going on? Oh, yeah. My girlfriend's birthday was on Monday. Shit, get the fuck out of here. She's getting kind of old. Is she, though? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> she will like never be too old. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, did you guys do something special and fun? Uh, yeah, we went to um, North Carolina. Stayed the night in Greenville. Ate at this cool restaurant, rooftop restaurant. She said she wanted a rooftop restaurant. We ate at this really cool place called uh, Ink and Ivy. Ink and Ivy. Yeah, yeah. It's got like kind of a artistic kind of goth feel to it, you know. So that was nice. Um, and then the next morning, we got up like at four in the morning, got in the truck, and drove to Pretty Place. You know, Pretty Place. You've been there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, chapel. That chapel on top of that mountain. Yeah. So it, it's a chapel on well, top of a mountain. We didn't go there. We went there, but we got kicked out. Oh, they kicked you out. Yeah, remember? And I cussed out the guy. You don't remember this. <laughs> Security <laughs> There's guy There's so came many stories of you doing this. He kicked us out. And, <laughs> and it was fine that he kicked us out. I mean, I was a little upset. But then he was like all in my face when we walked back to my truck. And he was like talking shit or something. And uh, I think it was how he explained to me. He's like, the sign up there says blah, blah, blah. And then I, you know, walk back to the truck and I point at the sign. And I'm like, that what you said is not what the sign says. And he was like, yeah, well, we do 75 weddings a month up here and blah, 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 blah. You got to leave. Get on the website if you want to know when we're open to the public and this and that. And I was just like, I don't remember what I said to him. I, <laughs> wow. I think I almost hit him with the truck. I told him to get the fuck out of the way. Oh, it's such an asshole. And then all I wanted to do was apologize to him afterwards. <laughs> Once I well, got down the road, but I'd already, we didn't do any of that. I'd gone too far. No, you didn't cuss anyone out. No, we got there at six. Like, Lame. Before <laughs> six in the morning, so the, the gate was closed. That's when you're supposed to go. Apparently, 
according we to the website. <laughs> and right at six in the morning, the gate just magically opened. Like nobody came out, just went boop and opened up. Uh-huh. It was magic. Sounds so. like a timer to this electrician. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove up there. It was dark, dude. You could see like the Milky Way and satellites. Oh my God. And that's meteorites cool. and shit. It was fucking cool. Wow. And we were just like looking out out there and it's just like space and then like some little lights down yeah. there in the you know down in the mountains and stuff and we watched the sun come up it was fucking beautiful dude it was really amazing and there were a lot of people there yeah i did not think there'd oh. be a lot of people there but a lot of people showed up on a fucking tuesday morning on a tuesday morning yeah son of a bitch it was it was really amazing it was really beautiful that's really cool you guys yeah. like stuff like that y'all go to that rooftop garage thing mm-hmm. hang out up there with all the college kids it's not the college kids they kind of make it difficult but it's yeah. yeah but i mean you go up there for the view yeah and there's a bunch of college kids there so yeah because you can see like lightning way off in the distance right you know, yeah. and it's, it's cool happy birthday happy birthday Kristen! even though it's like five weeks later or something yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be yeah, it's going to be up in November. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually going to be in December. <laughs> Whatever. Happy birthday last month. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> yeah, we're closing in on Turkey Day now. Oh, yeah. Nope. That was actually last week. Trying to make plans for that, matter of fact. Matter of fact. So, what have you been doing? Anything groovy? Um, I was a little overwhelmed with work this week, but it kind of has worked out as it does. <laughs> it's um, being work. And yeah, it's being work. Um, work worked out. Let's see. This comes out in November. So, I can say that um, I had finished paying for the ring today. Because by the time this comes out, I will have already asked Brandy for her hand in marriage. Oh, okay. I'm going to propose. Yeah. Are you looking at the dates to make sure? Yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to imagine the next episode after you propose when you come on and you're like all bummed out. Because she said no. <laughs> she was like, I don't think this would be a good idea yeah. for me. No, I know. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to do. All I can do is ask. All you can do is ask. You know, it's a 50-50 shot. No, you're a great guy. Yeah, I think she knows that. (laughs) It's a 50-50 shot. (laughs) She's just going to flip a coin to determine if she's marrying you. Coin flip. Oh, man, I can't. I go through my head because I want to have something because I'm an actor. So I want to like write down what I'm going to say. And plus it's going to yeah. be in front of like 3000 people. So Why? I want to. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not that many, but a bunch of people, you know? So I want to make sure I get it right. And I can't even think about what to say without like getting choked up about it. You know, you can't go cry in front of 3000 people. I fucking hope not. That's not my style. God, I hope someone records it. Yeah, I'm planning to have somebody record it. Zoom in on that shit. Get somebody to say, hey, take a picture for us. Look at his tears. And then give him my camera and say, 
let them know what the deal is so they're not just fucking like, hey, you need to record. But if I start crying, I need you to delete my phone. <laughs> just delete the whole thing and throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's special, man. I um, Anyways, it's paid for as of today. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it'll be ready on Friday. Before mm-hmm. we go to the Bill Burr. We're going to Bill Burr this weekend. We'll the, talk about the it. The Bilderberg. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. Oh, Bill Burr, yeah. Bill Burr. <laughs> Bilderberg. We're going to the we're going to a Bilderberg event. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about, Joseph. Yeah, it's an Illuminati thing. Bilderberg? Yeah. Mm. They all get together and like worship an owl and like have blood sex sacrifice stuff and you know. Sex, bloody, bloody wow. sex magic. Whoa. You know? <laughs> no biggie. You don't have to go that far to do that. You could just do that in your living room. Do it in your living room. All right, people, do it in your living room. Get a razor blade, get someone to have sex with, Shit. and go to work. Man, we haven't done an episode just the two of us in a while. Just the two of us. We Wait. can make it if we try. Just the two of us. I guess we can't use that. Nope. Old, uh, what's his name? Lionel Richie won't give us pass on that one. Neither will Stevie Wonder. Oh, is that not Lionel Richie? I think it's Stevie Wonder. Hello, is it me oh, you're Jesus. looking for? Did you see my screenshot that I sent about <laughs> copyright infringement? <laughs> <laughs> they said if you hum the melody, you're in violation. <laughs> I got something you can hum right here. Hum this. I went to... Uh, Violate this. I went to do a Jimmy Buffett song on that last episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I had to delete where I did the lyrics, you know? Because I didn't sing them. I was going to play the motherfucker and be like, well, it's my rendition of it. And then it's like, nope. It's crazy that there's not some kind of middle ground. So then I just spoke the lyrics to that song, A Pirate Looks at 40. I just spoke the lyrics. And still, even that is copyright. Because we're not using that to make money. Nah, fuck you, Jimmy Buffett. We don't need your fucking lyrics to make money. We don't need shit from that fat fuck. Do they even make you money? Probably not. (laughs) He probably sold the rights to that shit a long time ago for like a beer. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for a beer and a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Drug addicts are funny. So anyways, I guess we're flipping a coin, you and I, because it's between us anyways. Mm-hmm. Because I think yeah. E-Rock went last time with his weird medical procedures, funky shit that doctors used to do. Yeah. Or talked about doing. Oh, is it like eat garlic for syphilis or something? Uh, It was some crazy shit like that. I can't remember now. Whatevs. So you want to flip a coin? Sure. I'll call Tails. You're going to call Tails? Is that okay? Joseph's going to call Tails. Tails. Coin. It's heads. Heads. Heads means that I go. <laughs> yes. I finally figured it out. That means you go. <laughs> Remember that one day I was like, wait, does that mean I go or I don't go? <laughs> like... At some point, it got twisted up in my head. <laughs> the whole coin flip was fucked up for you at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. You're like, why do we even do this? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
How many sides are on a coin? How many options are there? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'll give a taste. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, give us a little hint. Unless you just don't want to know. You just want to go to break. I'm sorry. I was looking at my phone. My, got my girlfriend on my screenshot. She's kind of nice. As I was saying it, I was like, oh, no, I don't know if I should say that. What he said was, she's got a nice rack. Anyway. <laughs> it will make the cut. I have to turn it up a little bit because the whisper will get cut out. But yeah, um, I'm enamored with her, okay? Oh, good. That's good. You should be. That's your girlfriend. Easy with the shoulds, buddy. I'll do what oh, I want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to... I looked up this really... I think he's famous rapper. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I like rap. I grew up on rap music. It wasn't until I was in my 20s that I got into rock music. So I grew up on rap. So I'm doing this rapper that uh, my kids introduced me to, which tells me you probably won't know who he is. Eric probably wouldn't know who he is. And I didn't know who he was. But now I do. And I thought that his story was intriguing enough for me to research. And it might not be. Is it Little Darky? What? Can you say that? I don't know. That's the name of a rapper that my son listens to. Is it? I've I know never... it sounds racist as yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> little Darky. Jesus. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it sounds racist as fuck. He told me the name of it. I was like, what the fuck are you listening to? Oh, my God. I haven't had the... <laughs> I haven't had the, um, it's like, I don't want to look it up and figure out if I'm okay with it or not. Cause right. ultimately it doesn't matter if I'm okay with it or not. Cause my son's 17. He'll do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> little cash isn't little. The little cash. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's like, the Marines are already starting to indo- indoctrinate him. Uh, is he all cocky and shit now? He's getting cockier. He wakes up before I do. Comes oh, in shit. my room and he's like, it's 7.05. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he wakes me up like that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And then he goes in the bathroom, takes a shower, listening to Little Darky. And then he comes <laughs> back out. And he's like, you getting up? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I'm getting up. He's going to start clanging pots and pans at you and then shit. Then he goes across the street and tries to get Jose to wake up. So Jose can get his shit together. Wow. What a good guy. I know. I like it. I like it. I like he's getting up and doing stuff. He's going to start smacking you in the back of the head for no reason. And you're going to be like wanting to do something. But like, I won't be able to. Damn, <laughs> nothing I can do. <laughs> it's just punking you out in your own kitchen. <laughs> yeah. He'll start uh, living there rent free. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're totally. Oh, yeah. Distracted. So we're going to take a break now. Let's take a break. Okay. Break. We're going to do a little rap session with Morgan. Enjoy. Uh. Okay. Yo. Now how the fuck you sign asking whatever happened to gangster rapping? I went from shaking to dapping. That's why I'm taking a napkin straight off your lap. And before you can notice, not a camera full focus. If it was zoomed in the closest, could ever show this atrociousness of lyricy. So come here and see just for a second. While I'm still wrecking the record, I still detect in my sector. This little measure of pleasure must be the nice sunny weather. Do I have money? Never. Broker than broke. Got a bank account? Nope. I tried selling dope, but it ended up smoked. I was 
20 years old and still up in high school. The girls are too young, so I was always held liable for my actions, but then I pack guns and I react fast until I hit the last one, and then my ass runs. And I attack bums making crack runs, selling videos on the black market. Producer of the year, fuck a red, I walk on black carpet. I bring in fat harvest like twice a year, and for all the weed I used to smoke, I drank twice in beer. All I'm asking for is a relaxing atmosphere and an ass a bare ass that I can stare at. Like, I think I got instinctive thoughts. Like, when I'm drinking shots, I'm thinking plots. I'm rotting cops who's making stops to cops and pots to drop the spot when the block gets hot, the ass gets caught. Back to the fact that I'm reacting to actions aimed at me. It's plain to see y'all trained to be some fake ass G's. Now two on one, you want to play this? Who wants some? I'll make you famous. Pull your tongue out through your anus. Cock the Glock and leave you brainless. All guns are stainless. None of y'all can claim this. Y'all figure my rhymes would come slow. Then I hit this one flow with this one show. And off my tongue rolled a brighter burst than a ton of gold. I played spades in the shade. Straight trump and fold. Back to the gun I hold. It's feeling cold. I thought I told you. Then I'm a soldier because I have no limits. When it's in the vicinity of benefiting me. By pure reaction, I slap your ass for my satisfaction and my passion for laughing. And I'm asking for dap and what? A ten hut don't dap salute. I'll attack your troops with an ass of boots to grills. You better shoot to kill. You should have knew my skill. You could have grew a bill to duck. A bunch of punches and a munching lunches from grade school kids. And I made two kids take a few bids that I break a few ribs. Before I slapped your ass, you did. So I slapped you stupid. Know what your crew did? They rang. Cause they was fronting like your friends and in the end there was nothing. You ready for round two? Cause after I clown you, you won't be how I found you. I take you out of town just to fucking drown you. And then I pound you dead corpse and everything. Just so you never bring a bunch of enemies to me. Cause one of me pissed off is just like ten of me. And I'm just the centerpiece of all these me's defending me. Cause I'm the worst than average evil. Fuck a purse. I'm grabbing people. Okay, I take a bitch's pocketbook. But just to make them stop and look. I get you baked and rob a crook, fuck a shake, I got you shook. But I must confess this mess is a test to address the arresting officer who's not too popular, and other cops are sure that he's a cocky jerk and I should drop the nerd. <laughs> uh, that's it, I'm done, I'm done. Enjoy the show, bitches. And we're back. And Morgan is going to be doing a topic today. Yes, he is. Topic on rap music. It's on rap music. On a specific rapist. One rap artist. Yeah, his name's Juice World. Juice World the rapist? Have you heard of have you heard of Juice World? No, I have not heard of Juice World. Uh I hadn't heard of Juice World either before my children introduced me to him. They listen to all kinds of stupid rappers like Travis Scott. Lafitte likes Travis Scott. Oh yeah, Travis Scott, the rapper with the totally non rapper name. Yeah, exactly. Juice World's a rap name. That's a rap name. Compared to Travis Scott. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm a rapper. Big ghetto-ass rapper. My name's Morgan Wood. But it's not pretentious. That's good. Okay. That might be his real name. Dude's like (laughs) fucking one of the Kardashians, like Kylie Jenner or something like that. He is? Yeah. Who, Travis Scott or Yeah, Juice Travis World? Scott, yeah. Making fucking, he's got his own burger at McDonald's. His own character on Fortnite. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker is monetized like a motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. I want a skin on Fortnite. Get the Morgan skin. No? Whoa. <laughs> the Morgan skin. <laughs> 
and then you buy it. That's actually they just mail you my foreskin. All right. Uh, <laughs> this this is this is fun. <laughs> so this this concept is I'm already entertained by it, and nothing's happened. <laughs> what the rapper? Yeah, my mind is just going. Okay, so Juice World. Um, my kids were with me, and when they come, when they get into my car from like the second they get into my vehicle, they're like, "I want to play a song." So they get on my Amazon Music, and they're like, "Alexa, play blah 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 blah." And of course, then they have to say the clean version because it's rap, and you know I don't let them listen to the cussing versions. But then some of them, some of them, like when they play Eminem songs, he's like. So you can suck my if you don't like my and it's like, come on. Oh, shit. I can't do that. Can I? <laughs> I don't even know if I can do this episode because it's totally about the lyrics of his song. Ah, oh, God. I'm just throwing it out there. Let's just see what happens. What's the worst yeah. that can happen? What is the worst that can happen? Well, Travis Scott's going to come after us <laughs> or uh, no, he probably owns Juice World's music. Juice too. World's going to come. <laughs> Juice World's gonna come knocking on the door for some money. We'll be like, "Here's everything I got." Juice World, ten bucks. Juice World's dead. Oh, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, it's not seventy-five years after his death. So his mom's gonna come. I don't. She might. She might. Well, if she asks nice, she might get some. Yeah, we'll interview her. How about that? Shit, she might have a spot on the show. She can take all the earnings from this episode. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I can't say that. Somebody cut <laughs> that out. <laughs> what the fuck, Morgan? I didn't agree to that. <laughs> yeah, I can't solely make decisions for Japtalion and this guy. Yes, yeah, so let's be clear about this. Mm-hmm. No one of us can solely make decisions for this project. Yes. All right, so his real name is Jared Anthony Higgins. Jared Anthony Higgins. <laughs> it sounds very European. <laughs> yes, it does. He was born December 2nd, 1998. And he died December 8, 2019. So he had just turned 21 years old. Okay. Well, that's young. Yeah. He's a little young, young to be oh, dying. Man, he was young. He had a 2018 single called Lucid Dreams. Uh, it's been uh, the most played music stream on the streaming platform Spotify. The most played single on the streaming platform platform spotify which we're on we're on spotify so if you're watching us on youtube for some reason and you didn't know we are on spotify uh has been played over one billion times whoa there's a lot of times Mm -hmm. never heard of them i know right yeah lucid dreams was a good one uh he derived his name from the late american rapper tupac shakur's role in the film juice have you seen that movie i've seen juice yep that's where he got his name from he stated that it represents taking over the world that's the one that starts off with the dudes going up in the nightclub and they're wearing those white white hoods on their faces to rob the place no i think that was dead presidents wasn't it am i wrong Mm, i don't think i've seen dead presidents okay Maybe but it was I know juice. I've seen Juice. It's been a long time since I've seen Juice. Maybe we should like I was a it. child. We'll have a juice juice party. Juice party. So so Juice World said that uh, that Juice um, represents taking over the world. Okay. It's the name Juice World. Uh, I I actually like that. I was like, that's a pretty good fucking reason to have that name. I like that. You yeah, because I didn't understand Juice World at first. What is he talking about? Capri Suns? 
Yeah, just I really like juice. <laughs> what? Cranberry. <laughs> Cranberry is my favorite. Because <laughs> he's fucking kid. Uh, <laughs> he's considered as a leading figure in the emo rap and SoundCloud rap genres. I didn't know okay, emo rap was a me. thing. Emo rap? Now you lost me. I've heard of this thing called goth rap. Maybe it's the same thing. Have you heard of SoundCloud, though? You know what SoundCloud yeah, is. Yeah, I've heard of SoundCloud. And I, I've never heard any, I don't know. And that what Benny does? I don't know. Benny does he? Bruce? Yeah. Goth rap? Oh, no. SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud. Yeah, because he, oh, okay. he'll post like SoundCloud things on Facebook sometimes, and he's a rapper. Yeah, I'm old. Uh, said Higgins died from... Higgins died following a drug overdose at a Chicago Midway International Airport. His first posthumous, 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 is that how you say it? Uh, that means yes. after he died. His first album after he died, yeah. Legends Never Die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Juice World. what? <laughs> Guess who's not a legend? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Miss World, for your loss. Uh, uh, debuted at number one on the Billboard's 200. So his, uh, <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, but his uh, Legends Never Die album, the first one to release after he died, released at number one. Okay. The album was the most successful posthumous. I need to look up that word chart debut in over 20 years and matched a record for the most top 10 song entries on the hot 100 at one time. The hot 100, the hot 100. Is that, right like, here is that a Casey Kasem thing? <laughs> no, that was the weekly top 40. Oh, okay. With your request and dedication. Wait, are you allowed to say that now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just breaking all the rules. Can we not say anything anymore? <laughs> I can't talk, mommy. Okay, Jared Anthony Higgins was born on December second, nineteen ninety eight, in Chicago, Illinois. He grew up in the South suburbs. His parents divorced when he was three years old. His father left, leaving his mother to raise him and his older brothers as a single parent. Womp womp womp. So I left my wife. Yes. And I wonder if somebody describing the life of one of my kids would say his father left, leaving his mother to raise him and his brothers as a single mother. You know what I mean? I know what you are saying. Yes. I think you this can be misleading. This can be misleading in the fact that, yes, the father left. And, yes, she was a single mom raising him and his older brother. But, I mean, was the father paying child support? Did he pick him up every other weekend? It doesn't say that. Was the father a total piece of shit and he just totally ghosted them? Yeah. Or did he leave because he could not be in the same house with her without murdering her because she was so difficult to deal with? She was probably pretty difficult. You know? Higgins' mother was very religious and conservative and did not let him listen to hip-hop. That sounds like my ex-wife. Mm-mm-mm. I'd leave, too. That's right. <laughs> I don't even listen to that much hip-hop, but I would leave anyway. <laughs> Tell me what the fuck to listen to. That's right. Uh, let's see. He was allowed to listen to rock and pop music, however, being introduced to artists including Billy Idol, Blink-182, Black Sabbath, Fallout Boy, Megadeth, and Panic. Panic at the Disco, sorry. 
through video games such as Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Guitar Hero. Billy Idol. Yeah. Megadeth. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Panic at the Disco. She was okay with Black Sabbath, but not okay with hip-hop. And Megadeth, right? Yeah. (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) I just... I want to start singing songs, but I'm not supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I want to play Tony Hawk. I haven't played that shit in years. People used to come over to our apartments when we sold drugs and stuff. And uh, I would always be on the PS2 playing Tony Hawk. Right. And uh, they'd be like, oh, man, I love Tony Hawk. And sit down and like play me in a match, like a one-on-one Tony Hawk match. Yeah. And I would blow them out the fucking water. And they'd be like, dude, you have no life. (laughs) <laughs> you're right i know i didn't have a life i just did drugs and sold them you expected I'd... to come over here and buy drugs from a like a renaissance man or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got no life i'm just selling drugs man <laughs> and fucking whipping ass on motherfuckers like you coming to pick up a blunt get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah i'll see you i'll see you in an hour yeah Let's see. Higgins was a heavy drug user. During his childhood and teens, he began drinking lean. Lean. You familiar with that drink? Oh, no. What is that? I wasn't familiar with it either, but I've heard it talked about. I've heard it talked about. Lean is also known as purple drink. Purple drank. Not drink. Drank. Drank, as in past Past tense. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's not like a muscle builder, like muscle milk or something. Because that's what I thought when you said lean. I was like, oh, dude's lifting weights. Purple drank and several other names. Let's see. It's a recreational drug beverage prepared by mixing prescription cough syrup with a soft drink. The beverage originated in Houston, Texas, and is popular among hip-hop culture or those who reside in southern United States. So you're essentially drinking a whole bottle of cough cough syrup? Well, with the mixer. Mix it with like Sprite. But it's like a whole bottle in there, I guess. I don't know how much they put in there. Does it say a whole bottle? It says mixing prescription cough syrup. With oh, here's a uh, cough syrup PSA I can give you from experience. Let's have it. This is a PSA about drugs by Joseph. Um, when you're detoxing off of heroin, you may think that because you're having flu-like symptoms that taking cough syrup, possibly drinking two bottles of it... <laughs> Is a good idea. But do not do this. It is horrible. This has been a PSA about drugs by Joseph. That's right. Just drink some Gatorade and try to lay down. <laughs> so uh, we're going to call him Higgins until he changes his name in this story. Higgins. It's like a character from... Uh, from Magnum P.I. No, no, no. It was Higgins, oh, the guy right. from Magnum P.I. <laughs> the rich dude from yeah, Magnum P.I. Yeah, with the mustache. That, uh, that uh, well, they all had mustaches. That what's his name mooched off of Tom Selleck. So he totally did mooch off of him. <laughs> Those two gay dudes. <laughs> what? Weren't they lovers? No. What? They weren't. I don't think so. Tom Selleck was like gigoloing with the the old dude with all the money, and then but he was like, oh, maybe it was the something. unspoken. He's like buy or something because he'd always run around with women. Yeah, but then he'd go home to Higgins. He'd go home to Higgins because that's where. That's where daddy lives. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to start calling him Juice World now because if I say Higgins, I'm just thinking about the short old dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he began drinking lean in sixth grade and using Percocets and Xanax. Oh, not cool, bro. Yeah. That's terrible for a young person. Yeah. 
It's terrible for young people you to do stop that it. stuff. Stop that right now. You stop it. It's really bad for your development. Stop doing that, kids. Higgins also smoked cigarettes briefly before quitting his last year of high school. Uh, because he was vaping, I'm sure. It doesn't say that. Oh, it says because of health issues. Vape. I just rolled my eyes. You guys can't see that, but I like loudly rolled my eyes. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, here's something interesting. He learned to play the piano at four years old, having been wow. inspired by his mother, Carmela Wallace. Yep. Who oh, began? I like that name. Who who uh, later began paying for his lessons? Yeah, I think that's cool. That he was four and he started playing piano. Then he took up guitar and drums while also playing the trumpet for band class. Oh, you son of a bitch! What a fucking nerd! <laughs> band <laughs> class. <laughs> Fucking trumpet. Actually, trumpet's not that bad. My cousin Christina like plays the trumpet, and uh, they have it in a lot of like reggae, white boy reggae songs and stuff. Oh yeah, they do like ska music. Ska music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like it when it shows up in um, kind of Spanish sounding music. Oh yeah, that's nice you know, like too. Spaghetti westerns and stuff. <laughs> How's it go? Um, can't do it because yeah. we'll get arrested or something. <laughs> I was just about to do my rendition. I I play the like lip trumpet. That sounds gross. <laughs> no, but it's like that's what I heard about you. You know. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I can do because I just wrote that in my head and it's not belonging to anyone. <laughs> I got a resentment now. With the fucking music industry and their licensing bullshit. All right. Uh, soft, in the sophomore year of high school, he began posting songs to SoundCloud, which he recorded on his smartphone. At this time, Higgins began to take rapping more seriously. So uh, he later said that Lucid Dreams, that song that was the most listened to on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, was the only track from Goodbye and Good Riddance that he wrote. So that must have been the name of his album. I'm assuming Goodbye and Good Riddance was the name of the album, and that was the only one that he had wrote, while the rest were done impromptu. So the rest of it was just freestyle. Oh, okay, that's what he meant. Yeah, by not yeah, writing it. yeah. Through doing some of this research, it said that um, he kind of just freestyled, which is what Biggie used to do. Hey, right? I was gonna say, wasn't that Biggie's thing? Yeah, he'd just go in the studio, and Puffy would be like, "Hey, Biggie, hey, I'm your little guy, and I got this music here. See, we're gonna sample this, and then you're gonna rap over it." And Biggie'd be like, "Yeah, whatever. Okay, turn on the mic." Yeah, then he would say, "Turn that shit up. Yeah. Turn the mics up." Turn the fucking mics up or whatever. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> you say it just like that, too. Um, could you please turn up the microphones, please? So rather than writing down his rhymes, he would craft whole songs in a few minutes by way of off-cuff or off-the-cuff rhyming. Why do they call it that? It's fucking freestyling, isn't it? Is there off-the-cuff? Off-the-cuff rhyming? I thought it was called freestyle in that industry. This sounds so white. He crafted his songs in a few minutes by way of off-the-cuff rhyming. Yeah, well, off-the-cuff's like an old expression. Yeah. Freestyle is newer. While the rest was done impromptu. It's freestyling. 
though. This is like I got this information from Wikipedia. They totally whitewashed it. Yeah. It's like Nerd Boy over here. Well, uh, you see, um, Juice World was an impromptu raptor. Rapper. Raptor. Rapper. Oh, wow. <laughs> rapist. Uh, okay. Most of the time, his songwriting process involved freestyling lyrics. There we go. Instead of writing them down. I feel like they just said the exact same thing three different ways. It kind of sounds like you've been saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> when he did write a song, it usually began with hearing a beat and instantaneously conceiving an idea. Well, that's good. It's always good to have an idea. <laughs> Although he sometimes found himself alone with an idea for a song and afraid that if it were and afraid that if he were unable to remember it after leaving the studio, afraid he would be unable to remember it. I've uh, I've been like that in writing songs before where um, I'll just start like strumming something on the guitar and then I'll start singing something that sounds really good. And I mean, like that instant, I'll go to grab something to write it down and will have already forgotten what the fuck I said. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're probably in some kind of like altered state, not like right. high, but like. Uh, it's 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 yeah, like it's that a state of like being, kind of like when you're dreaming and mm-hmm. you wake up from a dream you're like whoa what the fuck and you go to write it down and it all disappears yeah yes it's a lot like that yeah oh let's see um what else we got here on the homeboy higgins can i call him that juicy rap juice Wait, world juicy world what else we got here on juice world let's see he saw the value in his position as one of the very few contemporary SoundCloud artists who could compose soul-bearing ballads and odes, but remained comfortable freestyle rapping over classic hip-hop beats. I guess he did that a good bit. You know, he did this song with... Um, my kids had me listening to some of his lyrics, or some of his songs. He had one called Wishing Well that um, I was going to read the lyrics to later, and I don't know that I'm supposed to or allowed to, but I'm going to do it anyways. But That's right. That's how we do shit around here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even in Lucid Dreams, the dude is singing about his drug addiction. He's, he's rapping about how it's going to kill him. He's killing himself. He knows he's going to die from an OD, and he just it's like he wants help. He's begging for help to me when I listened. I, I listened to that song Wishing Well and teared up because it brought back the feeling that I had, you know, where I just wanted help. Did you see that poem that I wrote and I reposted it on Facebook today? It was an old memory. Is it the the poem that you've read before? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. That was yeah. a good poem. Yeah. Um, it came up in my memory, so I reposted it today, but it was the same thing. I was in active addiction when I wrote that, and I just wanted help, and I knew people were trying to help me, and I wasn't accepting it, you know, and I think that's kind of where he was, too, and so I got that feeling, and it was really, uh, it took me back listening to that song, Wishing Well, uh, rather than eschewing, do you know this word? Eschewing? Is it askewing? What does that mean? Oh, I don't know if askewing. I know what askew means. How's it spelled? Is it A-S-K? E-S-C-H. Oh. I don't know. I went to college. I'll skip that one then. College boy over here. I don't know what the fuck it means. When asked for his opinion on why freestyles are no longer considered the rite of passage in hip-hop culture. They're not? I didn't know that they weren't. 
they're not considered the rite of passage anymore, huh? I guess not. That's yeah. weird. I wouldn't have thought that. Like, you got to freestyle to be a rapper, right? I just realized we had one of those moments where Tom's listening and he's like, it's S shoe or whatever. You <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Why am I friends with you people? He's like, just skip it, Morgan. That's right. You don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, um, let's see. He said, uh, stuff is just changing. That's all. We're moving into a new era of music. I feel like it's not, it's not necessarily a good thing to forget where shit started, but shit is changing. So sound is SoundCloud the rite of passage now? I don't know. Is that where people get their acceptance? Mumble rap bullshit. I don't know. Though his songs do not always feature very technical lyricism, intricate flows, or tongue-twisting wordplay, uh, he delivered inventive flows and memorable bars during his freestyles. Okay. Okay. Are they giving him too much credit? I haven't heard him. No, they're not giving him too much credit. And after the show, I'll play a song if you want, you know, and you can hear him. He did a, he did one with Eminem, which I thought was great. And he must've done it right before he died because it came out right after he died. Oh, okay. It came out like the next month or whatever. Um, but it, it was good. It's on this song called Godzilla. He did the hook. For the song and Eminem did all the rapping really but I mean what he did wasn't that memorable in the song and anybody probably could have done the hook but I think it's really cool that he got to do something with Eminem because in my opinion Eminem is probably one of the top lyrical artists alive that's ever been alive like I, I could do a whole fucking episode on him and still not cover everything. I totally look up to the guy for a lot of reasons. Um, but we're talking about Juice World. Okay. We're talking about Juice World. Jew World. Jeez, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his songs harbor <laughs> melodic flows to complement their melancholic subject. Uh, he claims that he talked about things that others are thinking but afraid to speak about, such as being vulnerable and hurt. And now he's psychic. Having built a following through emo rap, oh, Hig- God. Higgins. That, off- that expression, emo rap, just makes me cringe. But why? I think it's because emo is closely connected to goth and like the idea of something like that combined with rap. I just, I could see that it could be a really interesting thing, but mm-hmm. I got a feeling that the product is like not as interesting. Well, don't shoot it if you haven't tried it. Is that the phrase? Don't knock it till you tried it. Whoop, whoop. Try anything once, Joseph. Did he do any music with ICP? No. Damn, really? Not that I know of. So he never really arrived. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get back to Higgins. Um, he offered lyrics that touched on heartbreak and fragmented feelings. Though not entirely groundbreaking, his musical approach provided a sense of familiarity that heartbroken adolescence of the current generation could gravitate towards. Mm. Yeah, I would say the current generation is really uh, sensitive. Um, they probably get their feelings hurt a lot. Probably, uh, yeah. yeah. In fact, not probably. They do. They, they seem to. They tell you about it. Yeah, they definitely talk about that shit, don't they? Yeah. Juice World maintained <laughs> that he only wrote from personal experience and found strength in his pain and vulnerability. 
That's a good place to start with creative venture, personal experience. Yeah. Otherwise, you come off like a poser. Right. You come off like a poser. It reads better. People can kind of tell, can't they? I mean, Johnny Cash had some really good songs about some shit. It never happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely in a lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah. And pain we can all relate to. I think you're right. We should be able to all relate to pain. All right, now let's get down to the drugs. All right, Higgins had a history of drug abuse that began at an early age. He -hmm. spoke openly about his experiences. His mother claimed that he was also dealing with anxiety and depression on top of his battle with drug addiction. That makes sense. I think, you know, that's how he was dealing with depression and anxiety, probably, with drugs. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of anxiety and depression. It kind of went away. A lot of it went away when I stopped doing drugs. Yeah. It's just a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. He agreed to attend a drug rehab weeks prior to his death. Malibu? Probably. Good luck with that. (laughs) Well, he died. We are not sponsored by Malibu. So on December 8th, in 2019 Higgins was a this is interesting to me and I think you know I was riding me Lafitte and Nathan my youngest son we were going to watch uh Shang-Chi together yeah and uh I don't know if a song came on or something that had Juice World in it maybe but Lafitte was like telling me how he, how he died and I was like what and then Nathan explained it in an eight-year-old manner, you know, he explained it. The exact same thing Lafitte said, but you could tell he wasn't listening to Lafitte because he went through all the details and stuff again. Yeah. And Lafitte was like, you see that? That's how easy information can get to everybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like how how easily accessible the information is, you know, whatever. And I was like, dude, I'm totally doing a topic on him. I was, I had planned on it. Yeah. But I never like sat down and did the research. And now I did Dude, that copy machine next door. That's something, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of sounds like a, like a gun from an old sci-fi movie or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, so on December 8th, 2019, Juice World was aboard a private Gulfstream jet flying from Van Nuys Airport in Los Angeles to Midway International Airport in Chicago. Law enforcement officers were waiting for the jet to arrive. Uh, it was the FBI, I think, the way Lafitte said it. Having been notified by having been notified by federal agents, the flight attendant, the flight en route, I can talk. Having been notified by federal agents. The flight was en route, and they suspected that there were drugs on the plane. They weren't wrong. Law enforcement officials later revealed that they found 70 pounds of marijuana on the aircraft. Wow. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. Seems like a lot. It's probably not a lot for a famous rapper. Was he selling it? Probably not. Maybe. I doubt it, though. Why would he need to sell weed? Well, I mean... Why would you need to own 70 pounds at one time? To get them through the week. Get the fuck out of here. It's a famous rapper. (laughs) 70 pounds. So they found 70 pounds of marijuana. Uh, 
and several members and said that several members of his management team aboard the flight told them that Higgins had taken several unknown pills, including allegedly swallowing multiple Percocet pills to hide them while the police were on board the plane searching the luggage. Oh, so he's getting rid of it by taking it. Yeah. Higgins then began. Why? Why? You're not going to consume 70 pounds of weed. You're already fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen that movie? Super troopers? No. At the very beginning of the movie, it's hilarious. These kids are like riding around. They got this big bag of weed and they got this big bag of mushrooms and they're like going somewhere to do it. I think. And the cops get behind them and, turn on the lights and like right up next to them. And you know, the cops were like basically fucking with them because it's a comedy movie. Yeah. And the kid, they're like throwing it to the guy in the back seat and they're like, eat this, eat this, you know? And so he eats like a quarter pound of weed or something and a fucking like <sighs> bag of mushrooms. And Damn. <laughs> dude's like, they get pulled over and nothing happens. Oh no, no, no. They threw the weed out the window and the cops came back and they were like, you need to smoke all of this right now, right in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the kid did eat some weed. So they, they, the dude in the front seat turned around to the kid in the back and he was like, Oh man, you just ate like 200 bucks worth of weed and like $150 worth of fucking mushrooms. And dude's like, yeah, all right. I ate all that. And the guy in the front seat's like, so, Whenever you can get me that three hundred and fifty dollars, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's how we do. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, so he, yeah, he ate all the pills and stuff. So Higgins then began convulsing and seizing. After which, two doses of the emergency medication Narcan, Narcon, Narcan, 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 Narcan was administered uh, as an opioid overdose was suspected. I suspect he's overdosing. On opium. He <laughs> smoked too much opium. This is so weirdly written. I like the articles you guys find better. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this? Let me see. His mother expressed um, hope that her son's legacy would help others in their battle with addiction, saying addiction knows no boundaries. And its impact goes beyond the personal, beyond the person fighting it. We know that Jared's legacy of love, joy, and emotional honesty will live on. So he died eating all of the pills to keep them from the cops. He yeah. overdosed and died. And I didn't realize that. It's sad. Until the other week when Lafitte told me that. And then Nathan told me. Yeah, so he's trying to hide that shit. Yeah, I thought he just OD'd using. You yeah, know. just a regular OD. Like but who Hank knows Williams. how? Who knows how much Percocets he ate before he fucking ate the bottle? You know, or Xanax or whatever. Yeah, that's like a misguided activity to do. Just he's got. I mean, if he's successful, he's obviously he's successful because he's got a private jet. Right. He's probably got a lawyer. I'm guessing more than one. You know, just take the case and go beat it in court. Or don't That's go what to jail. For. What? Who fucking cares if you go to jail when you got all that money? Or just go to jail and then write about it. Yeah, like Tupac did. You yeah. like Tupac so much? Go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like Tupac? Why don't you go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> so here's a couple lines from that song that um that I liked. Limelight. Wish, um, wishing well. 
Oh, oh. You, you lucid dreams? Oh, yeah. What? Limelight. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't rush. I, I don't practice Santeria. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it says, all right, it says, waiting for the exhale. I toss my pain with my wishes in a wishing well. Well, I still try, even though I know I'm gun fail. Stress on my shoulders like an anvil. Perky got me itching like an anthill. Drugs killing me softly, Lauren Hill. Sometimes I don't know how to feel. This can't be real, is it fiction? Something feels broke, need to fix it. I cry out for help, do they listen? I'ma be alone until it's finished. This is the part where I tell you I'm fine, but I'm lying. I just don't want you to worry. This is the part where I take all my feelings and hide them, because I don't want nobody to hurt me. If it wasn't for the pills, I wouldn't be here. But if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. I'm like, dude, he's saying it right there. Yeah. You know, like that whole fucking song. Are you tearing up? No, I'm not tearing up. you get all teary-eyed? No. Joseph, it's okay. Maybe if I said it with feeling. Where's my (laughs) guitar? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. It was, uh, it's not a... It's not a normal topic for me to do. Somebody that I don't even know about like that, you know? Yeah. But I felt like there had to be something there, and I feel for the kid, you know? Because he was a kid. He was 21. Yeah. To me, he's a kid, very much. And, um, like, all of his music videos now are, like, animated because he, you know, can't be in them. But, uh, yeah. It's kind of sad. It is sad. You're welcome. <laughs> Bringing down the mood of JT and TG. Bringing down the fucking mood. Yeah. Um, you know, being a recovering addict, it just played on my heartstrings. The end. I got nothing. What do you got? My girlfriend lost her virginity to a rapper. Was it a famous one? Or was it like somebody is famous? <laughs> was what? it a famous one? <laughs> my girlfriend claims that she is also a rapper. That she can spit bars or whatever. Oh, wow. Have you heard it? (laughs) Uh, Not really. Kristen? She says she can freestyle. I'm going to call bullshit. Ask her to freestyle next time you see her. Yeah, I'll freestyle. Give her a beat or something. We're going to have a rap battle. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be really exciting. It's going to be like fucking B-Rabbit. Was was that your um, rap name? No. B-Rabbit? No, that was from, uh, that was the character's name in 8 Mile. Eminem's movie. Oh, okay. He did a bunch of rap battles. People been telling her she looks like that character from that movie. From 8 Mile? No. That rabbit movie. Oh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah, since she got her um, BBL. Is it guys telling her that? How you feel about Girls that? Girls and guys, yeah, I think. Well, let's do this right here. How do you feel about that, Joseph? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, Brandy likes it when I get jealous. She'll like show me something, some sexy piece of clothing and be like, oh baby, how do, how do you think I would look in this? And I'm like, where? In the bedroom? Great. To work? No. I'm wearing that shit yeah. to fucking work. She's like, ooh, I love it when you do that. So Why do they like that? I don't know. I start punching holes in the wall, you still gonna think it's cool? <laughs> I slash, the, slash the tires on your new car? <laughs> So you can't go out? You still going to think that's cool? 
women. They're uh, funny. You can't live with them and you're not supposed to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Can't live with them and you can't keep them in storage containers in the backyard. Without written consent. You can do that with written consent. Man, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's our show. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's short and sweet. Yeah, I, I um I had trouble coming up with anything though, because felt bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's like a fucking kid, dude. That is a kid. Yeah. My kids really like him. When I was twenty one, I did not feel like I was a kid. But I was easily doing things that could have landed me in prison or killed me. Or killed you, yeah. Or both. Could they have done both? Yeah. I would not have done well in prison. With all the trauma I had going on, I'd probably do better now. Oh, okay. But back then, I would not have done well. I don't like people touching me. I don't like being in confined spaces. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have done well. Mm. Well, let's throw you in prison now, see how you do. I bet I'd do all right now. I mean, better than I would have been. I don't think I would. Yeah. Please don't come up with a reason to go to prison. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Sounding guilty as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like one of your kids. That's Landon. Landon did that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not doing anything. That used to be Landon. That would be, he'd be watching him do something. And be like, what are you doing? And he'd be like, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I'm watching you, motherfucker. Nicholas got me with that a couple times. He'd be doing something, and I'd be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, a creeper did that. I'm like, what? (laughs) And you'd you'd just go, oh, well, why didn't you say so? (laughs) Yeah, creepers are kind of jerks anyway. Yeah, we'll blame the creeper. (laughs) It's hard when they're cute. All right, I got burgers sitting on my counter waiting to be cooked. All right, man. Let's call it. Thank you for your time. Mm -hmm. Glad I could be here to do this. Have a good evening. Have a good morning. Have a good time. Have a good celebration. Your phone's blowing up, son.